0: Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today we're gonna take a look at record sales in cannabis implying a $2.2 billion annualized market. May's cannabis sales grew at 4.2% from April, but a quarter of all sales occurred in only one province, and that would be Alberta, the result of retail store imbalance across the country. So national sales, they totaled 185 million Canadian dollars as for the month of May, according to Statistics Canada, And that edges out the previous monthly record high, which was set in March as Canadian consumers stocked up on cannabis in the face of this pandemic. So Alberta has 500 stores, far more than any other province, and that allowed their sales to grow by 9.4% over the previous month at a total of 46 million, or nearly 25% of Canada's total cannabis sales for the month. Monthly sales growth was more modest in Canada's largest market, which is Ontario, where the pre-capita store count is still lagging. Ontarians, they spent 41 million on cannabis in May, which is a 2.2% increase over April. Monthly sales declined 6% in Quebec, the second largest market, which drew about 38 and a half million in sales. Quebec still has a total ban on cannabis vapes and regulatory restrictions on cannabis edibles, which will obviously limit a lot of that market's potential. Canada saw monthly cannabis sales increase in every other province except for New Brunswick, which experienced a monthly decline of 6.5%, totaling only $5.1 And the tiny Prince Edward Island experienced the greatest monthly growth, with sales bouncing back to 32%. Uh, totaling 575,000 as stores reopened in May. British Columbia is the nation's third largest market. They recorded a 13.8% monthly increase, totaling 27 million. Annual growth in the cannabis sector for British Columbia, it outpaced all other agricultural sectors, such as dairy at 47 million, beef, 25 million, vegetables, 17 and a half million. With the farm cash receipts in British Columbia in 2019, increasing nearly 300 million Canadian Dollars were 221 million US in cannabis sales. So just like every other rollout, we're starting to see some increase in inventory with federal licensed producers in Canada stockpiling a lot of cannabis. According to the Canadian government statistics, indicating some producers are in store for a lot of financial pain, including deeper industry-wide cuts put a lot of producers with excess production in even more of a position to try and sell that at a huge discounted rate. As of April, the Canadian cultivators and processors, they amassed roughly 620,000 kilograms, that's 1.4 million pounds of unpackaged cannabis inventory. That's in addition to the 85,000 kilograms of package inventory that was being held in April by federal license holders. We've seen during this pandemic that edibles are popular in the States, no different in Canada. In April, looks like they sold 9 million packages of, of extracts versus a little over 1 million uh, last year. And the same story holds true for topicals and edibles. So in addition to edibles kind of picking up pace, we're also seeing some other legislative issues kind of work their way to the forefront, including curbside pickup. So Ontario, they're going to see delivery and curbside pickup extended to at least the end of July. Uh, However, we may see the fast track for legalization or regulation uh, to be extended indefinitely. But the Ontario government, they lengthened an emergency order allowing licensed cannabis stores to offer sur- curbside pickup and delivery and giving retailers an extra week during the pandemic. And that week could extend, obviously, even longer. The director of retail operations for the Ontario cannabis retailer, Shiny Bud said that the toughest part from their perspective is keeping resources in place as the emergency orders keep getting extended and extended. So from a delivery perspective, as much as they'd love for delivery to stay and be a permanent fixture in the Ontario cannabis industry right now, they've basically decided not to offer that service for now until the dust has settled from all of this. He goes on to say that it's hard for retailers to plan accordingly without any clear direction or clear decisions at this point from the government. So that massive amount of uncertainty, again, is going to create uh, a lot of people to stay on the sidelines and not make investment decisions. So never a good thing. We're just going to have to find out what happens. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got.